You're listening to an Anazal Ministries podcast. Hello, fellow systematic geekologists. And by geekologists, what I mean by that are those who like to go deeper with those things we geek out on. Welcome to another episode of Systematic Geekology. And this isn't just any old episode. This is a what if episode, one of my favorite episodes that we do around here. What if, and, and the reason we do these episodes is because the fans, the listeners, demand it. They vote on social media, on Facebook, or probably just one post they vote. And uh, they they pick the topic that we um, geek out on with a what if. And I, I love a good what if. I love a good alternate history, alternate universe. Maybe things could have gone a little differently. I love the comic books back when I was a kid. I love the TV show. I love thinking about, man, what if. Sometimes you can what if too much in life, and I wouldn't advise that. But when we're geeking out on things, it's fun to get with friends and ask the question, what if and so today i have some friends with me who are going to explore what if in the mcu infinity war movie the heroes that were snapped away that were blipped away what if it was reversed those who were snapped away stayed and those who stayed were snapped away and i'm really looking forward to uh what is going to come out. i have no idea what we're going to talk about or what kind of um uh, plot line that Disney's going to pick up from listening from this episode and going to write their own movie, make millions, and, not, and we won't get a cent probably. But I'm excited what we're going to dream up here today. I am Will Rose. I'm from Chapel Hill, North Carolina, and um, I, I'm, I'm here with some friends. Friends, introduce yourselves. Brandon, why don't you go first? Who are you? What do you do? Where are you from? What's your favorite beverage? Okay. Well, first off, I would like to say thanks for having me back. And I like how I keep getting invited to these what if scenarios where people are dying, because I think the other one I did was what if Gandalf <laughs> didn't survive his battle with the Balrog? Mm -hmm. So I'm Brandon Knight, used to be a host here. I'm the host over at My Seminary Life, which you can also find here on the Anazao Podcast Network. Uh, I am from a little town called Crown Point, Indiana. If you ever seen the movie Public Enemies with Johnny mm -hmm. Depp, he plays gangster uh, John Dillinger. He was broke out of prison right here in town. Um, nice. Not Johnny Depp, but the actual gangster. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I wish it was Johnny Depp, though. My uh, and uh, my favorite beverage, I would probably I mean, I'm a coffee addict, so I'll just broadly Boom. say that. Nice. Nice. EPC. Hello. <laughs> How's it going? Good. Going well. Good. Who are you? What are you up to? What are you doing these days? And uh, your favorite beverage? Well, school started back, so I've been up to yelling at kids. May or may not have <laughs> threatened their lives, but that's off the record. So I have not been geeking out on a lot lately, but I'm from, you know, Charleston, South Carolina, since Brandon mm. did the big old intro. We are hurricane prepping. Yep. That's a lot of fun. I went um, hurricane surfing today. Today, I went two hours to the beach and caught some hurricane waves. So there you go. the love-hate relationship with hurricanes. Yep, I, yep. Got, I got my water, got my milk and bread, just in case. I didn't <laughs> really get milk day. and bread. I got Pop-Tarts. Milk <laughs> and bread would have been responsible. Yeah, yeah. Pop-Tarts are good. If you're having a hurricane party, Pop-Tarts, that's, that's essential. It, it's it's yeah. one of my lists. Um, my favorite drink, I'm going to be with the season and be a little bit more specific with Brandon. Guys. I'm not team pumpkin spice latte from Starbucks. I am team 
apple crisp macchiato. Oh, oh, apple. It, nice. Okay, it is okay. so good. I am Team Apple over pumpkin. You can fight me for it. I ah. don't know if I have had the apple crisp macchiato. So tomorrow I will go get one. Please and I will do. let you know. Okay. Like this could have been because I literally my edible printer broke one night and I had to hand pipe so many cookies and I did an all nighter. And I had the first taste of an apple crisp macchiato last year. And I promise you it was in Target too. So you know this was anointed. Oh, perfect. Um, the heavens opened. Like the heavens <laughs> opened in my first sip of the apple crisp macchiato. That's like nice. I will fight and die on behalf of it. All right. That's great. Yeah, I was passing around the meme the other day of, um, of you know, um, Jesus pointing to like a party and he's like, no, I will not change your water into pumpkin spice lattes. And I was like, good. Thanks, Jesus. You shouldn't. You should. You know what but you that apple crisp them. macchiato with the Maybe oat that. milk. It hits different. <laughs> OK. Yeah, I you know, I, I have a lot of favorite beverages, but I, I'll have to say that, like, I wake up in the morning, I have a glass of water. Then I do like three coffees. And then later on in the afternoon, I have a diet Mountain Dew. And then the evening, I either have a glass of wine or a beer. That's kind of my drinking schedule all day. Um, and I try to put some water in there throughout. So that's... Well, that's good. You know, yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> I try to drink a little bit of water. But there is water in beer and coffee and Diet Mountain Dew. So I get water that way as well. All right, let's hop into the episode. Um, all right, share with our, our fans, our listeners who demand it. Um, What's your history with the MCU? Like, have you watched when you were there at the beginning and watched all the way through? Did you did you do like the um, the the follow the the order right before the big movies because you were behind? Like, what what is your history with the MCU? If we're going to talk about Infinity War and the ending of that movie, what what's your relationship with the MCU? I've seen all of it, like leading up to it, except I don't mm -hmm. think I saw Iron Man three. But Iron Man two is such a disappointment. I didn't care about Iron Man three. I remember yeah. that specifically all those years that ago. That was a very wise decision. Yeah, yes. I think I think our, our listeners and, and and some of our hosts will agree that those are not a sh essential movies for for the MCU. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying like I'm just thinking like Marvel, all, but I don't I haven't seen I'm not up to date with all the recent recent ones because gotcha. what is time? Gotcha. <laughs> but you 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 follow those up and then you did you see Infinity War and Endgame in the um in the theater? Um I believe so. All what right. is time? Yeah, My what name. is time? You know, there's a multiverse. Who knows? We'll go backwards. We'll go forward. But you've seen them. And I have there. seen them. I just can't remember. Because, I mean, you see so many movies with yeah, the MUCU in the theaters. Like, they blend. It bl How many years ago was this? Yeah. Long time. At least three. 2008. Yeah, 2008 this is, is when time. it all started. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Brandon, what's, what's your history with the MCU? Yeah, I mean, I was I was there at the beginning, 2008, did not know at all what I was getting myself into, committing myself mm -hmm. to this long-term relationship that it has been. Um, I can remember, <laughs> though, just being so mad because I didn't know about this end credit scene. And my friends were like, you didn't stay till the very end. And, you know, this is 2008. Yeah. So I'm like, why would I stay to the very end? It's just names. Right. It's not anymore. They have drastically changed films now because of this yeah. this decision. But yeah, I think I've seen most of them in theaters. I have not seen a single one this year because I am slowly becoming one of those people who's like, well, first off, the what is time, but also <laughs> the uh, but what also just also that. <laughs> is this what Jeopardy? Is Are we playing Jeopardy now? <laughs> what is money? What is uh, time? <laughs> 
but I'm I'm starting to become one of those people who's like, man, I wish it just would have ended at Endgame. Like I yeah. I don't know. There's been some good stuff along since then, but in general, I'm like, this has been so exhausting. I don't know if I want to go through another rebuilding. I'll watch them eventually. They're on Disney Plus. I'll get to them. But yeah, but yeah I I've like seen Disney, most of them. Oh, go ahead, go yeah, ahead. I, I feel like Disney Plus, now that I know I have easy access to them, it makes me more lazy in my watching up because I'm like, oh, I'll catch it up later. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that is, there is a before, like, and talk about time. There is like uh, BS before streaming. I don't know if that's what BS means, <laughs> but before streaming and after sure. streaming. Yeah. Like the, uh, and how it changed, you know, even COVID and then streaming, how it changes how we, we view theaters. I mean, people complain that like True. people aren't coming to church as much anymore and tennis as low as the theaters are wrestling with the same thing. Um, but, but yeah, I, I'm with you. Like we, we saw a movie, a couple movies. We caught up with some movies. We saw Baru. We saw Mission Impossible. Mm-hmm. And as the credits were going on, Cindy leaned to me. It's like, is there an end credit scene? I was like, probably not not because that's mainly just the comic book movies but i'm gonna i'm gonna look this up right now on our phone to see if i need to leave or not so yeah it's changed how we did and and i don't know if i knew there was an end credit scene uh with that first iron man or not or or maybe someone shared later and i went back to see the movie to just to see the end credit scene because i had a conversation with my friend the other day about like what's the difference between marvel movies now and the urgency and slacking or not having a direction and, and before and i was like well before there was this phenomena of iron man 2008 and an end credit scene that you know they're going to eventually build to the team of avengers and then once you get the avengers together they're going to fight together and build towards fighting villains and eventually build towards Thanos. And when, and those who read the source material of what Thanos did with the Infinity Gauntlet, then it's kind of like, oh, wow, are they going to do that? So there's this building to Infinity War and Endgame. And then uh, then after that, they for me personally, they stuck the landing and said, what's next? It's hard to... It's hard to compare. And so I think right now there's no real team that they're building towards. There's no like big villain that they're all kind of rallying around. There's no, it doesn't seem to have direction that's leading somewhere. And I think that's what everybody was excited about that these movies were leading to Infinity War and Endgame. So, um, but yeah, I was there from the very beginning to uh, 2008 in the theater, saw every single one in the theater and, and, and try to get to the theater with those now. Um, if I miss it or if I fall asleep or if I'm like disinterested, then I'll always go back to uh, Disney plus and rewatch and, and maybe miss something. But, but yeah. Um, cool. Well, all right. So did you guys know that there was, when you were watching Infinity War, whether it was streaming or in the movie, did you know that there was a part two? Did you, did you know that there was something else happened after that? Or when you got to the end of Infinity War, was it just like, oh my gosh, what, did, what just happened? How, what was your feelings at the end of Infinity War? I feel like with movies now, they just drag everything out. I didn't know there was a part two, but as soon as it ended, I'm like, what the heck? Yeah. Again, this is going to happen again. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, like, because you think about like the Harry Potter's last book, it was two mm-hmm. movies. Twilight's right. last book, two movies. So like mm-hmm. the shock of it being a part two was not there. It was just like, I hate you. <laughs> you you did all this for so long and now you're going right. to make me do this again. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's legit. I knew that there was going to be a part two, um, but sorry to out myself on this one. I haven't read Infinity Gauntlet. It's one of those of the many books that I just have not gotten around to reading yet. Um, yeah. 
so I did not know. I knew there was a part two, so I knew something was going to happen. I did not realize going into this movie that it was going to be essentially the Empire Strikes Back, that this is finally the film where the bad guy actually wins and they take a beating and it ends badly for the heroes. And because of that, I, I do agree a little bit with Elizabeth of like, all right, here we go one more time. But also it was like, oh, my gosh, they did that because Marvel has protected the the MCU protects the heroes a lot. There's like right. hardly any of these movies that end badly for the heroes. So to go into this, you know, to walk out of the theater with this like, wow, they lost. They actually did that. Like, I did really appreciate it. I think. I think for that, I almost like Infinity War more than Endgame because I knew Endgame was going to be this big emotional roller coaster. But right. because of the shock of like, wow, they lost that it put it over for me. Yeah. Yeah. I I knew there was going to be a part two. And I thought I had communicated that with my family. Um, my girls in high school at the time, they're in school, middle school, high school, and and brought dragged the whole family because they saw the other movies with me. And I thought I had communicated that with them, but they thought this was it. You know, I thought that was his end. So, so when the snap happened, when the the uh, heroes were were dusted away, blipped away, it was like, they were like, what just happened? what just happened. And remember, we came off Black Panther and the Black Panther was such a big hit and people loved uh, that portrayal of Black Panther and that movie so much. And so when he started dusting away, they were like, what? You're killing off that character? What are we doing? There was like, I heard audible like shock and awe in the theater, a full theater of like people like, no, screaming out, no, I can't believe this is happening. So that was um, kind of what was happening in our theater. And my family looked at me like, what is happening? What is going on? Yeah, I was surprised that they uh, blipped away Black Panther 2. I was, I was pretty surprised by that one. The combination yeah. of characters that do go away is very interesting, which is I know why we're here to talk about that. Yeah, but exactly. yeah, Black exactly. Panther is one of the top ones of like, really? We just had <laughs> this great movie. Now you're going to do that. So so people walking out, I was like, please explain to me what was going on. Please explain what is happening. So I was like, all right, let me get my geek cred out and, and nerd out and just kind of share with you. Well, actually, in the source material, 1991 of the Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah, I was like, I, I think I got it. So let's talk a little bit about the source material. Are you either of you familiar with the source material of the graphic novel, Infinity Gauntlet, 1991? Either, um, neither was, of you uh, were born. At yeah, I will say that was before, before we were born. So <laughs> my answer, once again, is what is time? Yeah. That's right. But here's the thing. You is that a, is that George Perez? Is that a George Perez book? It is. it is. Okay. I um, recognize yeah, the art. So that was like my gap of, I, I collected comics as a kid and then I became too cool for school as a teenager in college and didn't collect those, but I always like peeking in comic stores and looking to see what was going on. So I never read it when it was coming out, but later when I got back into comics, they were like, oh, what's the top 10 graphic novels you need to read? That's always kind of up there in the top 10. It's kind of this big Marvel crossover event in 1990. One, you have Jim Starlin writing this, George Perez and Ron Lim is are are the artists. And and so you had this kind of build up to this crossover, similar to what uh, in the comic world there was a build up with Thanos and what was um, happening in their regular books. And then eventually you have the Infinity Gauntlet where uh, 
so it starts off with Thanos having the gauntlet and he's having this conversations with his villains and, and hordes of, you know, servants and, and thinking about what he wants to do and the motivation behind it. And the spoiler is that in issue one, the first issue is when he snaps and heroes disappear. So the rest of the, the comic series, the next five issues are the heroes dealing with um, missing heroes and this Thanos having godlike power over all reality. And then how are they going to save the day? And, and the book does it a little different. I wouldn't, they don't, MC doesn't go fully into Nebula plays a big role. Mm. In, in the comic book. And so, and uh, so does Spider-Man and other. Silver Surfer is a big part of that too. Uh, so I do recommend reading the source material in the comic book at some point. It's, it's, the art's fantastic. It's pretty comical. It's very wordy. There's a lot going on. It's pretty dense, but, but it's a I thought Spider-Man did the bleep. Remember, he was like, Mr. Stark. And then he started bleeping. like That's boy. right. Well... Not, not in the comic book, but yeah, in the, uh, he was blipped away in, in the MCU, which is another like hero that introduced Tom Holland. Oh, we love Spider-Man. Oh, great. Oh, wait, you're killing him now. Uh, so, so yeah. Um, so I recommend, that's my recommendation. Read, read the source material, Infinity Gauntlet, 1991. Adam Warlock's in that one too, right? Isn't he big. supposed to be a pretty big huge role? Yeah. Okay. I knew yeah. That was a big change. That was like the one I knew. Was the yep. Infinity Gauntlet and the Infinity Gems, I know they're gems, was that introduced prior to this book or was that like a whole new thing they were doing in this book? Do you know? It wasn't new in the book. I think the gems were already out there on the gauntlet and I think okay. he had already acquired it. And then that was a big event, kind of like Infinity. Gotcha. Where Endgame, they have the MCU movies and then they kind of crescendo into this. That's kind of what was happening in the comics. I could be a little bit wrong. I wasn't familiar did he, with that. Did he do Vision the same way in the book? Oh, that's a good question. I know Vision plays a role. Vision might have got blipped away in the comic book. I'm not sure. I need to go back and look at that. It didn't play okay. such a major role. I mean, there are a little different heroes there. Um, yeah, Adam Warlock doesn't show up till later on with, in, um, you know, the Guardians. But but that's what a lot of comic book fans are like. Wow, there's some characters in here played a big role in this. They're gonna have to switch uh, around who does what and and how they defeat them, which also made it fun that you weren't didn't know what was gonna happen beat by beat. Um, cool. Yeah, and I guess the the cultural phenomena of the snap, like it, even if you're not a big geek or a uh, follow the MCU or read the comics, like that that idea of like the snap and being blipped away and all that was was such a part of memes and cultural phenomenon. Even if you were a casual fan of what was going on in the superhero movies, you even had presidential candidates and presidents like using it and in, in like campaign commercials who didn't quite understand what they were actually saying because they didn't understand the MCU. But anyway, that's a whole nother topic. I mean, what in, in your worlds, the snap, I mean, it, did you see the cultural phenomenon with family and friends and memes and things? Was that part of like your daily internet usage? <laughs> no. No. I work with teachers. Really? You work I mean, with no. teachers? But um, no, even with my, like, I have only, like, maybe a few, like, super Marvel nerdy friends, um, and we don't dialogue daily, so it, yeah. my life changed nothing. I bet those teachers snap, though. They're like, listen here, students. No, no, no? that's too quiet. That's too quiet. <laughs> well, if you're like me, I'll take a sheet pan since I'm a culinary teacher, and I'll, like, drop oh. it really loud on the floor to get their attention. I'm just, that's good. I'm just that's loud. Great. Yeah, I love it. One of my favorite memes that I did see, it was supposed to be like a boy asking a girl out at his locker and the girl puts him in the friend zone and then it looks like he's like 
snapped away, blipped away, just like fading away <laughs> after being put into the friend zone. That was one of my favorite ones I saw. Uh, and then, you know, yeah, not ghosted, in, but dusted. He was dusted. dusted. Yeah, he was yeah, dusted. Yeah. Um, and then working in youth ministry is like, yeah, the teens were chattering a lot, especially not so much about Infinity War or Endgame, but a lot of the chatter was about that movie that came in the middle, Captain Marvel, that was introducing Captain Marvel. They were the students were all very interested in how that was going to play a part in this narrative. Yeah, my Marvel friends was very critical of that movie, but that's not this podcast. <laughs> they got another one coming up, and I wonder if those same fan, same friends will be critical of what's coming up here pretty soon. But you're right, because you had Infinity War, and then the whole like thing of like the in credit scene of Nick Fury looking at his beeper that had like a call sign for Miss um, Carol Danvers and the symbol for for Captain mm-hmm. Marvel. Uh, you're like, oh, that's coming, and because we knew that movie was going to be between the two but but be from the 80s like an 80s timepiece because it had like or 90s was it 80s or 90s i guess i think it's it's 90s it's 90s there's a a ball rats joke yeah Yeah, so it was timepiece of the 90s and then they they do that yeah hey remind me that good good call there you go (laughs) all right so all right, let's list the let's let's get in the episode. Let's 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 really talk about like what if. Here's the what if. What if the snap was reversed? Boom, boom, boom. All right, so the heroes that were snapped away. Here's the list. Black Panther. People audibly said no in my uh, theater. Yeah, Black Panther, Spider Man, Doctor Strange, Winter Soldier, Falcon, Scarlet Witch. Nick Fury, Maria Hill, um, I think, uh, uh, yeah, like Hope and Hank Pym, which, you know, big part. Then Suri, I think, was also, it was implied. And then the Guardians that were snapped away, pretty much all of them, Star-Lord, Groot, Drax, um, yeah, Manta, they were all snapped away. All right. So those, those are the ones that are snapped away. And as I was looking over this list, I found it very interesting. Those who were left behind, the original six Avengers were all left behind. Not one of them was snapped away. So you have Captain America, Iron Man, Thor, Black Widow, Hulk, and Hawkeye were all left. And then also the others that were left was um, Ant-Man, who was really in like a subatomic like realm. He wasn't snapped away because he was like, in the quantum realm or something like that. Uh, Rocket was the only one who, and Nebula were the one guardians who, who stuck around and then war machine. I might've already said that and Valkyrie. So, so we're the ones that were kind of stuck um, there. So original six Avengers and a few friends. And then the, the newer Avengers, uh, the newer uh, heroes in that phase three and four of, of Marvel were snapped away. What, what do you, what do you think? Here it is. What, what would happen? If it was the original six and their friends that that were snapped away, and then you had that whole list um, stick around, what would they have done? How would the plot be different? I feel like because it was Captain America who was like really trying to push mm-hmm. the the agenda of getting everyone back, right? That was mm-hmm. him. If I'm, so I mean, if he was like the forward leader of it, so. But I think if the Wakanda guy, Black Panther, wasn't snapped, mm. I feel like he would be the new forerunner because he would have the technology to back it up. Yeah. Because without Iron Man, you don't have the technology. So it would have mm. to be Wakanda to take initiative. 
I love that. Yeah, I cap was because because when they get when we hop into um, um, in game, you know, years had passed. Would they say three or four or five? How many years? There was there was a good. What is I think time? It's five. Yeah, I think what it's five. five. Yeah, uh, five five years, and so there is this gap, and they were kind of scattered doing their own thing, and eventually they come back together because they have hope because Ant Man comes back and is like, "Hey guys, what's going on?" I and that it gives them kind of a spark of hope that there's another one out there, and maybe there's a chance to do something a little differently. But yeah, Cap was running like um, like support groups for friends who lost loved ones in this kind of rapture slash blip dusted away kind of thing. So, so that, that was, um, yeah, cat, but you're right. I, I agree that the first up, the first idea I had too was, all right, who's going to be the leader. If cap's the leader, the, the floor general doing all those things, who's out of that group who was snapped away. And I like black Panther was at the top because he's a leader. He's a King. He also has the tech. So yeah, that's a fantastic, fantastic, um, idea. Brandon, what about you? What's the first initial thoughts? So the premise that's set up in, I think it's Infinity War, is that there's only one way Doctor Strange saw every outcome and he was there was only one way this was all going to work out. Right. So what's interesting is that if we flip it, this movie isn't going to work out the same way. They are not going to save the day in Endgame. What's interesting to me, though, is that there's like these characters that to me it doesn't matter if they're there or not. So like you, you were reading the list earlier. I don't see how it makes that big of a difference of whether or not Bucky or War Machine is there. Yeah, because War Machine, at least as much as I remember, he doesn't really do much, even like Ant-Man. I mean, if we lose Ant-Man, we do lose that great line in Endgame when they go back to the battle in New York and Ant-Man goes, well, to me, Cap, that's America's ass. Like, that's, you know, an iconic (laughs) top 10 Marvel line right there. So we Uh do lose that if Ant-Man goes away. But uh, that's the part that really sticks out to me, that there are these, like, to us, maybe, like, B characters. They're B characters that shouldn't Mm -hmm. be that big of a deal if they get swapped in and out. But apparently, if Bucky is there and not War Machine, they're not going to win. The, they're not going to save the day in the end. Yeah. So so in games, even darker. You say they don't they don't save the day at all. That's the next one. If they reverse gives away, right. they don't they don't they lose. It's over. They got to do something different. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. There are some characters that I think would be interesting if they did get switched in and out. One that I'm kind of surprised that didn't happen is I'm surprised that Groot gets snapped away and Rocket mm-hmm. stays. Only because it's kind of established that like Root or Root, Groot it sees Rocket Raccoon as kind of like a father figure. And come on, right. that's that's comic book storytelling 101. You kill the parent or grown-up figure so that way the teenager can go on some journey, become really edgy and then become a superhero. So I'm kind of surprised they didn't do that. Endgame is a long enough movie. We don't need like yet another really interesting subplot. But just to like see like how does Groot respond to Rocket disappearing and like the moodiness and yeah, just how he would have processed that as a teenage character, I think could have been interesting. 
the Groot hero's journey. Like, you know, everybody's right. working hard to do what they're doing. And then like, meanwhile, Groot's doing like a, a walkabout in Australia trying to find himself and figure out what's next. Yeah, I like that. He's getting like My etchings in his bark, kind of like tattoos or something. Yeah. Just going, th just, you know, really processing things. Mm -hmm. I like that. But I mean, I was just sad because it's Groot. Everyone loves Groot. Yeah. Like whenever he like, I was like, not him. Like we need our emotional support Groot. In the next movie, and they took that away. It was very emotional upsetting. support. Groot, uh, yeah, that's that's a good phrase. Um, I love that. Yeah, I mean, I think they that was the point. They're like tugging on heartstrings. Like you can only have Spider Man. Like, oh, Mister Stark, I, I love you. And then you have. I kind of laughed at that one. I'm heartless. Yeah, <laughs> I said bye. You annoying little prick. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's my thought. This is what I'm thinking. So Spider-Man sticks around. And I think this is when you put Tom Holland in the black suit and he goes super emo, super dark. He becomes dark Spider-Man because he lost his father figure in Tony Stark. And then he does go like dark and moody and broody and goes out. So you don't have like, you don't, again, you don't have like Hawkeye becoming Ronin and going on a killing spree. You have like Spider-Man doing like dark stuff, but with, with a black suit on like that, that would be a kind of a cool way to, way to do that. But I, yeah. Yeah. And then Doc Strange has to think about like, all right, if that was the one way I saw, if the one thing he saw was Tony Stark getting the gauntlet and snapping, if that's what he foresaw and that's the only way it could have ended, then how do you get to that point? So eventually, similar to the other group, I think, you know, they, they're dispersed. They're hopeless. They, it all sucks. They're like, what's the meaning of life? They get all, all moody and, and, and like rightfully so, like grieving process. And then what's going to pull them back together? Is it Ant-Man again or is it somebody else that from this group that comes back and says, hey, I have an idea. We have to get... Tony Stark back because he's the one who has to do the final snap at the end. That's what I saw. It, I think it is interesting if Doctor Strange is there. Of all the characters that I would want switched out, I think the story would have been a lot more interesting with Doctor Strange there. Because at that time, we still have very much like the Doctor Strange who doesn't want to interact with anybody. That That typical comic book Doctor Strange who's like, I'm my own party here. So to see him to be put into a role where he either has to be the leader or he mm -hmm. um, has to be a team player in of itself, like I think that would have been fascinating to see. Because he's kind of pompous and conceding. It's like, oh, there's only one idea that's only going to happen. This is what it's going to be. It's way what if he had to deconstruct that? Maybe I saw the vision wrong. Maybe maybe have to like do a different way. And he's taught a lesson again of like not not being like the smartest person in the room. Like maybe he needs to listen to others and and do that. So I think um, yeah, that's interesting. If he's around, he's he's the player that I'm like, okay, how, where does he go? I can kind of see where other people go and what would happen in their roles. But then, man. Um, you know, does Doc Strange link up with Nick Fury? And he's like, yeah, I got someone on speed dial, uh, Cap, uh, Captain Marvel. Let's let's bring her in. And she comes in a little e little sooner to, to help save the day um, rather than um, those. But uh, yeah, what are we leaving what out? A, what about Loki, though? You're leaving out okay. Loki. Wasn't he bleeped too? No, they killed he him earlier in the movie. I couldn't remember. I knew he yeah. was around. Okay, but didn't he like come back? I, Loki's always confusing to me. 
Oh yeah, as he should be. He's a god of mischief. So here right. you got it. Like I can never like I even watched the whole series. I can't remember if I knew he wasn't there. Yeah. So I was remembering that wrong. No, no, no. But that's a good point because here you go, you know, Thor is around and, and the big thing about Thor and his grieving process and, and, and what they do in Endgame, they show ways that people grieve, right? You have Hawkeye revenge, you have Cap, I'm going to bring a support group together and support one another. And then you have Thor who uh, eats too many snacks, drinks too much beer and plays video games and gets a pot belly and becomes a couch potato. So you get like, um, you know, I don't want to body shame anybody. I don't like using the fat word, but like, hey, he's, he's, he's not in his best shape. <laughs> <laughs> you know, on, on the couch. And so that, um, so if, if, um, he's grieving the loss of people, but also in terms of, of Loki, he's killed earlier and he's grieving his brother. But the reason they, Loki comes back is because in their time travel, what is time? They, is they time? find, they, they pluck a Loki from the first movie. So Loki okay. doesn't have that character arc of like all the MCU. They, they do like Avengers one Loki and pluck him out and bring him out. And that's who is hanging out um, in the Loki TV series. Um, mm. That's the Loki we know. So that's how they brought him. They plucked him out of time. He, he grabbed the, the cosmic cube and got people always be killing people off, but like they're not really dead and they just confuse us. Welcome to comics. Welcome right. to comics. <laughs> yeah, it's like nobody stays dead in comics and soap operas, and, um, and except a except bit on of DBZ as well. D, what's that? Dragon Ball Z. Dragon Ball Z. All right. See, there's some ac some geeky acronyms I'm not on top of. I will I will say so. So in Dragon Ball, do they um they kill people off and they bring them back? Yes, specifically the Z. Just say Dragon Ball. <laughs> <laughs> I'm learning. I'm not going to be a doc Doctor Strange and say uh, like I I know all 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 paths to geekdom. Yeah. Okay. Um, what does Z stand for? Brandon, what does Z stand for? Oh man, I haven't watched this show since I was a kid. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be honest. I watched it like when it was on Toonami in the '90s. So. Okay, I watched past that, but like it's I haven't watched the like the newest. Uh, but that's the thing I feel like, and I don't want Avengers to get like this too. Like they keep on going and going and going and not just ending it. And then I feel myself slipping from like the new, the new one. Like I haven't seen the new Ant Man. Yeah, I think Same. or there was something else that was new that I didn't see. I had fun. Oh, and I didn't have a desire to see it either. Like even like the spinoff TV series. I'm like why? And that's I'm legit. watching that's them. I'm watching them, but I just, I'm getting bored. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's, that's what's happening in a fandom and part of the conversation in terms of the, the other phases. And then, and this one, of course, Josh was like, I love what they've done next. Some of my favorite movies are like, um, you, you know, that, but, and some people really love them, but yeah, I think, I think that's part of it. And some of the new TV shows, the new Loki series coming out here pretty soon. I'm, I'm pretty excited about that. Cause I love, I enjoyed Loki. It, I enjoyed WandaVision. Yeah. Moon Knight was okay. WandaVision was my favorite. Yeah, the new Loki. I'm pretty excited to see what they're going to do in that one with the timeline. I, and I guess as I look at this list, like a big part of what they did in comics too is like they 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 did this event called Avengers Disassembled because it's Avengers Assembled. They disassembled and they killed off some characters, and then they they just 
displaced them. And then they brought in the new Avengers. So they had this whole reboot, the new number one at the top of that combo called the new Avengers. And, and I've been waiting to see how they do that in this phase. Are they going to do a young Avengers? Are they going to do new Avengers? How, what team are they building towards? I've been kind of bored with the two because I'm ready for them to form a new team and let's do this. And at the end of it, <laughs> of Guardians 3, I think they kind of do that with the new Guardians team. I want to see them do that with the Avengers teams. But, but I think what you could do is you form the new Avengers with Black Panther, Spider-Man, Doc Strange, Winter Soldier, Falcon, Scarlet Witch. Like that team right there, yeah. those six. Without, I mean, then you bring in Nick Fury, Maria Hill. You bring um, uh, Hank Pym, you know, working his, you know, Ant-Man magic. Like I, I think that team right there is just a fantastic new Avengers team with a leader, with a magic person, with someone who's really strong, someone who's a soldier, someone, um, Spider-Man doing his thing. So I think... I think you could have a new Avenger. It could go really dark. I think that the end game would go really dark there for a while, or like with this dark timeline, or you, they these new Avengers come together and they band together to, to see what they can do to get their friends back or defeat Thanos. I think another team they're building towards is that they have a lot of the young Avengers put together too. They've introduced Kate Bishop. Mm-hmm. Hulkling shows up at the very end of She-Hulk for no reason. Um, right. Tommy and... Billy or whatever Wanda's kids' names are, who's Wiccan yep. and the other one. I'm really the bad th- with the names. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Ms. Yeah. Uh, Ms. Marvel, like uh, they've introduced a lot of the young Avengers. I guess Ms. Marvel is actually an Inhuman, but so I think there's, mm-hmm. I think they're working towards that as well. But I agree, or, like a lot. Of, what do you got? Or or is she? Have you watched the Ms. Marvel series? Well, okay. Oh yeah. I guess that does happen. Very the, most, the most poorly delivered line I've ever seen. You, <laughs> there's a mutation. Wow! Thank you for sticking the landing there, bud. Uh, I shouldn't make fun of child actors. That's a that's a mean thing to do. But yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there is one specific scene in Endgame I want to present, though, because I think this is a scene that works because you have the original six, and I don't know how it works with the other characters and that is the the uh soul stone scene where black widow sacrifices herself because you have to lose a loved one right that's like the the parameters you have to lose a loved one so her and hawkeye were gonna fight over it and then she sacrifices herself how does that work with the other characters are there any other characters that have the relationship that Black Widow and Hawkeye have, because I don't know if there's any other outside of if there's some combination of like if Captain America and Bucky are there or if Iron Man and Spider-Man are there, that might work. But I don't know if you Black Panther's sister, was she glooped as well? That's I feel it. like that that combo could work. Yep. Once that again, Black Panther's coming in. That's right. I, I was just thinking, I was looking at my list here. I was like, oh, you have Black Panther and his sister Suri. Like they, that, they're, that's the love relationship of like the sacrifice and then fighting who goes or not. That's good. Then we wouldn't have, well, I guess we could have still had Black Panther. <laughs> yeah, that may oh. have presented a different problem. Yeah. <laughs> if, unless like, it's, like, unless it's like Black Panther. I wouldn't Pan- have had it. Unless, unless Black Panther is the one who, who sacrifices himself. There. Yeah. Mm. Gosh. I do also think with this new phase is I think I think the big curveballs for, you know, we're not talking. Well, the greater MCU lends itself to this conversation. But like uh, what was next after Endgame? Well, I think the curveball was um, the actor who played Black Panther. Um, 
like Chadwick, um, Chadwick, uh, Bozeman, Bozeman, um, dot his death. Um, and then you have the streaming wars and then you have COVID. And so like those three things of them, like trying to figure out how we're going to tell these stories was going to, cause he, that black Panther two with him in it would have been like what everybody wanted. And they were building towards that. But then the, the big curveball was, was, uh, him dying. So they, they couldn't do that. So if he did sacrifice himself when he was gone, they didn't do black Panther two in a different way. Um, what do you think about Scarlet Witch and vision? Could there have been a sacrifice there? And, and their kind of relationship. Um, but Vision, Vision died, right? Or was he bleak? Vision loses the stone, yeah. so isn't I he... he died when he lost a stone. Yeah. yeah. The stone was yeah. keeping him alive. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I guess... Because he would have been dead either way. Right. Because it's what? Vision, Loki, and doesn't Gamora... Gamora's also killed. But she yeah. comes back from the past, too. I just right. can't keep up with these things. I, I can, but I get confused. <laughs> Yeah, comics, man. I tell you, people coming back in the alternate timelines. And I wonder if they would do a time travel. Like if it was reverse, would they have not done the time travel part, but instead do like a multiverse thing? Like you could have Doc Strange and then you have Spider-Man and then you have like some of the Guardians. Like could you still do like a multiverse? We're going to pluck, pluck gems out of different universes to try to recreate the gauntlet from different versions of, of I think, would that work? Like you don't do a time travel thing, um, which I thought was neat. Revisiting all you know, ten years of Marvel Cinematic Universe history. But then, what if you just jump right into the the multiverse and start plucking out different versions of people? What is time? What is time? What are the dimension? multiverse? The multiverse stuff. That's part of the thing. That's like I feel like that is the complicated part that's starting to kill this a little bit. You do have yeah. the whole like introduction of new characters that maybe people don't have people don't have an emotional attachment to like they do with the original six you know yep. the the original six avengers is like the most iconic marvel yep. lineup you can get um, i wonder if we oh go ahead sorry brandon yeah i was just gonna say people don't have the same emotional connection with captain america as they do with moon knight or she hulk maybe josh does but you know <laughs> you know what i mean like and i think yeah. the multiverse element as interesting as it is because i think for like hardcore geeks the idea of here's she's not captain britain um agent carter as yep. agent captain carter or that's the name they go with uh you know here's mm -hmm. captain carter and here's professor x and you know all these things like they show a lot in multiverse of madness but i feel like introducing that earlier may have presented a problem for an yep. audience you know mm -hmm. I also wonder if the reverse snap would have just angered people so much because they love the original they wouldn't have came back for the second showing. Yeah, yeah that's because right. Because if I get angry, I bo I boycott hard. Like, I'm yeah. not watching that. That's stupid. <laughs> Example, have not seen Iron Man 3 because I thought it was too it was stupid. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's a good point. Like, I, I wonder, like, even taking one or two or three of the original six, but, like, if that's the original six and they, you know, um, you know, snap them away then then will the other heroes have enough enough emotional weight to pull you in to go see what would happen i guess if there's a part two like where they can't kill off all of them what could they do yeah. who's gonna go watch a movie with b-list avengers yeah you could call it new avengers new avengers i would <laughs> i'd no. be there yeah that's second a, rate second choice <laughs> avengers that that was the defenders that's what the defenders were in the comics yeah. was they okay. were the not quite Avengers, which Doctor Strange was one of them. Um, That's right. At the same time, though, I think I agree. 
like if you if you get rid of Captain America, I wasn't going to go see the movie Um, because that's my favorite one. But at the same time, like you were there, Marvel is continuing to have this problem of like trying to get some of these newer characters over with the audience, like maybe having eliminated, I don't know, Hulk, getting rid of Hulk and instead here's Falcon. I don't know. I'm just picking names yeah. here, but try to like force it a little bit of like you are going to sit and interact and watch this character grow to try and help elevate some of these characters. Because I've just some of these, even though we've had them for like all the characters that you listed that got snapped away are all the middle of the road characters who showed up like in the middle of the of the franchise. So right. I don't know. It would have been a very different movie. Yeah, and I I think, you know, but what if the lure was there that like, yeah, they they blipped and and snapped the original six away and cap away, but if you knew that he there's a possibility of him coming back in the next movie or like how are they going to solve this problem cuz surely they're not going to kill him off with that would that curiosity still be there that lure of like I want to see how they fix this not drawn you to see or it have been like nope they killed him off I'm done or like how they got to fix this cuz surely this won't be forever like that I would have googled is captain america coming back yes or no <laughs> because like you said we have our phones now that's right so I would sources true. say sources say yeah yeah I I would have been there. I would have been happy to see New Avengers, but I do I do find it interesting of like how they would have fixed it or what they were told differently um, with with uh, Tony Stark and the 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 end snap. There's two snaps. There's snap. There's a snap that happens in Infinity War and a, a snap that happens in Endgame and um, fixes things. I mean the the whole end scene where the big battle and the people are coming back and and like all the the big dramatic moments at the end of that game again spoilers if you have if you're listening to this and you haven't seen these movies i'm sorry but like the whole thing of like um captain america picking up the the hammer and saying avengers assemble like come on i mean that was oh, i yelled i yelled yes. in the theater when that one happened <laughs> and and my daughter's friend um had seen it the night before and she was going with to see it again and and i was looking at um at Iza, and I was like, Iza, don't even make eye contact with me. I didn't talk to her or make eye contact with her all the way to the movie. And I'm like, I'm not looking at you because <laughs> I don't even want to see your face. And so, but she was sitting in the seat in front of me. And so right before that scene happens, I see like two eyeballs coming behind the seat to look at me <laughs> to see what my reaction is going to be. And I was like, something's about to happen. And then when that happened, I was like, yes. And she was like, there it is. That's the one I wanted to see, the look on your face. So, so yeah, I mean, those moments, would you be able to have those moments if it was the original six or others? I mean, that that's the whole thing with Endgame is sticking the landing of the, all those heroes showing up from different facets of the MCU coming into play. Um, I think you, you could still do those big moments, but it would definitely play out differently. Definitely play out differently. So, so random question, because yeah. I have a friend who literally hates this scene, and I'm not going to say how I feel, but like... Um, Whenever the they got the glove to Captain Marvel and they're like, you can't do this alone or blah, something like that. And then the girl is like, she won't be. And it's that girl power and they're all like walking all the girl in, heroes. in the line. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. What, what do you guys think about that scene? Was it too forced? Hmm. Was it too forced? I think. OK, so I'm going to set up a little bit of a groundwork first. Uh, I really liked the Captain Marvel movie. I'm one of yeah. those people who really enjoyed. That's like a top 10 MCU for me, honestly. Nice. But then she gets the end game and is completely irrelevant. 
except for that scene. And yeah, it did. That scene in particular really did feel like the the Disney. Here's your Disney shot. Here's the one that they were like, "Okay, we need a girl empowerment scene. And I'm all for strong female characters. And I mean that in a very pandering way. (laughs) But um, yeah, I think that could have done. I think the use of Captain Marvel and that scene could have been a little bit better. Yeah, I'm well. at first I was like, this is pretty rad. Like I was like, I like, I like what they're doing here. And, but then the more I thought about it, I was thinking like, okay, look, look, they're pandering, they're doing this. And there was even a, um, you know, a good friend of mine, she's a Lutheran pastor. She would consider herself a, a, a feminist. And, and, and she even was like off, off, uh, later on down the road when she saw it, she's like, man, I, I need to talk about this. At first, she had the feeling that at first she really loved it. And the more she thought about it, she's like, wait a minute. Like, hey, hey now, like, does it have to be just that one scene and that's it? Like, what? Yeah, it was, okay. I felt like it was like, check, we we care about women and kept on going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that was her feeling. And so I was like, okay, now I now see your point. So like, you know, as a white male talking about it, I was like, oh, that's cool. But like other people who have thought deeper about this, I, I, I'm open to what people's thoughts are, why they didn't think it. Why, why did your friend not like it? So my friend, and I'm not going to say names, he doesn't listen to this podcast, but he's like a big if it's brought attention to, he's just like anti, like, I can't believe they did this, blah, blah, blah. Like me personally, I'm not a feminist whatsoever. And I'm like, okay, cool scene. I see your point of view. I'm not going to, I don't care enough. Like that's not going to stop me from enjoying it. I was like, yeah, it was a little grabby, but I'm not going to be like, I can't believe they did that. Yeah. But this guy, he'll just, he's like so black and white. He, he's just like, man, he's like, what's the, like, he was, they were just trying to get views, I guess. Like, can't believe they did that to ruin the movie. Yeah. I, I don't know if I would go that far, but I do agree a little bit with very on the nose storytelling. If you're Mm going to have a message in a film, cool. Just do it well. Just tell a good story, you know, and a scene like that is a, a good example of doing it poorly of like, here you go. Women, we have women. Congratulations. Here's some women for everybody. Women. Here's your pander. Here you go. Yeah, I I do remember like it wasn't that long ago. It was a few years back. I I um I posted like uh one of these Marvel pictures of like all the heroes in the Marvel universe, but it was like a picture from the eighties, like a drawn of like nice find find where find where's Waldo, you know, kind of picture. And I like asked Facebook is like, oh, if you could be one of any of these characters, who would you be? And and there's definitely like female friends of mine who are like, well, only have three choices. (laughs) I have, (laughs) you know, I have Sue Storm, Scarlet Witch, and Black Widow. That's about it, who's on this picture. And there's literally hundreds of characters. And it was from the eighties and I yeah. Oh, in case you're wondering. Yeah. 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 Good choice. Okay. Interesting. She's fantastic. And one of the most powerful women in, in Marvel Universe. If, if you think about her powers, man. Um, she can like put a brain aneurysm or stop your heart, suffocate you. It, if she wanted to, she, there's a snap. Uh, oh, but, I want but, to yeah. with some people. I want to. <laughs> you're a teacher. You know, you're there. You're this. <laughs> All right, please do not give Elizabeth these powers. We know what's going to happen. Uh, but but he, um, so so yeah, I, those are my blind spots. It's like like 
a, a fan and looking at that. So I, I get it why they would say, look at these characters. But I think, as you say, what's the story you're telling with the Captain Marvel movie, with this Mar- Miss Marvel TV series and this movie coming up? What what kind of story are you telling? So, And I do wonder, if you if the things are reversed, what if the heroes were reversed, snapped away? Would you have those big moments again in, in game? They got everybody cheering or standing up or mad because they did some things a certain way. But I, I think you could still have them if you brought back. I mean, think about that dramatic entrance of the original six who were snapped away, but they were able to come back. Like their entrance would have been, man, you could have done that right. That would have been. That's true. Horrible. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's fun. Are we leaving anything out there as we get toward the end of this episode? Are there other threads or 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 things we're forgetting? I mean, that's that's what's fun with what if is that you can what if forever and and pull that thread and go down another hole and write a whole different mo- movie. So, um, anything so we're hanging out. What would be the one character you would bring back then if you just had to choose one of them? Like, n- not not strategically. I choose Groot. <laughs> I know, like, not strategically. Yeah, no, no, not strategic. Like you just miss them. You like, just you miss know, them. You just want your friend back. Emotional support group. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Groot. How about how about you, Brandon? Groot's a good one. I really like Bucky. I like Bucky Winter Soldier. So maybe I would have picked him to stick around. Him and his shiny arm. That would have been cool. Yeah. I, yeah. As we, I'm just going to go back to the beginning. What started this conversation is Black Panther. Like I, I think bring bring him back and then see what kind of leadership what he's going to do with with his his tech and uh, all all that. Like let's let's see. And I'd like to bring that actor back right now if I could. If good, for would sure. Happen, I'll bring him back. I can't remember the last time I cried so much in the theater. Like yeah. open ball snot cry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Man. Ugh. Well, that's a good one. But that, that's life. What if, you know, what if he was still around? What if, I mean, I think I, I play the, you know, it's a good exercise. I think it's a healthy exercise to ask what if in terms of, you know, career, faith, life, family, th- those things. But then we can't dwell on it too because we're faced with the reality that's before us. And so we need to, we can't, we can't what if um, forever. Uh, we got to come back to reality. But if that what if exercise helps us work through um, a trauma or an idea or to think through a, a heavy question, then I think it's a healthy exercise to do that uh, in fandom, but also in, in faith and relationships and in our lives too. So um, yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. I was going to get preachy there for a little bit, but then I, I held back. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, all right, let's, um, let's, let's do some, some recommendations. We're going to have an extra question here in a minute that, that we'll lift up that uh, you're going to want to go over to Captivate and subscribe so that you get in our Patreon feed, the extra question. You will not be able, you cannot wait uh, what we're going to, how we're going to answer this, this extra question. So, so make sure you sign up and do that. But uh, before we do the plugs and sign out, um, anything you're recommending, things you're geeking out on lately and you want to make sure you recommend. I would like to give a recommendation for uh, going and going to watch the movie Brother Bear. So that movie came out like 20 years ago, and that was the last time I watched it. And we were watching it. We have like a family movie night now. And uh, I was watching it with Cooper and my wife. And it's funny. I don't remember this movie being so good. It's part of that like forgotten about Disney movie era. There's like a bunch of movies that came out like in the early 2000s that a lot of people forgotten about. And uh, that's a good one. It's funny. I love the animation. And 
I did not I did not know this as a child. It wouldn't have made a difference. But now as an adult, knowing that Joaquin Phoenix is the voice of the main character <laughs> is just so fascinating. The Joker as as uh, Brother Bear. Is that a Disney movie? Is that Di- Disney? Yeah it's, a Di- yeah, it's a Disney one okay. from like 03 or something. Yeah. I think I was in um, baby toddler's diaper stage, so I didn't get to a, a lot of movies then. It was before streaming time. So, yeah. I, that missed our, our window. Yeah. Elizabeth, what you got? What you recommend? All right. So my nightly, what's it called? Relaxation. Like, you know, the comfort, comic relief at night after <laughs> a day of yelling at kids for some reason. It's on HBO. It's watching. Uh, it's called Abbott Elementary. So it's like oh, the office. Oh. The office meets a bunch of elementary teachers. And it's like a underprivileged school. So it's just, it's so funny. It's fantastic. It makes me gasp so much uh, so season two got put on hbo not too long ago so i'm like just making my way through season two it's just, it makes me laugh it makes me feel good i don't have to think like who's alive and who's coming back and all these <laughs> affinity stuff i just watch it man and it's like and it's elementary teacher so it's right on my level it it is so good so like so, so like when i was watching the good place i i hesitated good place because like oh here's here's somebody who's going to teach like religion and faith and i'm going to get mad and and really you know nitpicky but then hannah was like no dad there's a twist here you need to watch this this is right up your alley i gave it a couple episodes and it's one of my favorite shows of all time my wife felt the same way about Alec. Abbott Elementary because she was an elementary school teacher and now teaches teachers at a university how to be teachers. And she's like, I don't know if I can watch this. I'm going to get nitpicky and critical and I don't want to do it. But after first couple episodes, we were like, this is absolutely fantastic writing. The comic, the the comedy in it and the situations are in it. It's like, if you like The Office, you will love this show. I, I, I can't recommend it enough. Yeah, it's it's so good. So I love hearing as a school teacher that you like this TV show. It's uh, so great because yeah. I mean, even though I teach high school, they come on, they on the elementary level some days. Yeah, absolutely. I can relate. You can relate. Yeah, th- those are my recommendations too. Not Brother Eric because I don't know, but I'm going to go. Is it on Disney Plus? It probably is. It's on Disney Plus. Yeah. Yeah. All right, I'll hunt that down. And then Abbott Elementary. And then, yeah, I, I keep going back. I read the source material. material. If you like comics, you like graphic novels, um, Infinity Gauntlet is not Infinity War. It's Infinity Gauntlet, 1991. Uh, six issues, pretty pretty thick, great art. Man, it's beat comics there in the 90s. So good, good stuff. So go check that out. And you can chime in if we missed anything. If you have ideas about this what if episode of what you would have thought would it could have been done differently uh, or, or a plot thread that we didn't pull, you can chime in on our social medias, Facebook. Um, we're, we're there on, on the gram and, and you can chime in. Let us, let us know what you think and then vote for the next what if. You didn't like this what if episode? Guess what? There'll be another one and you can vote on the one that you want to have. So connect Can we make the- it ship, guys? We got, yeah. Come on, ship it. We got to do a what if ship edition. Help me. Okay. Please. My it- vote doesn't count. All right. So, so you're saying that you're going to want to, you're going to, you're going to relationship somebody together. We're going to see what if, uh, like for instance, what, what would be the one, the what's the one that, uh, I I don't know any any ship. I'll I'll okay. put them out there. Just vote for any shipping I okay. suggest. Okay, we'll do it. She'll be Please. on it. That's great. Thank I you. I love that. 
and stuff all right y'all thanks for listening uh just know that the geek in me honors the geek in you and oh you thought we were gonna forget no we didn't there is an extra question so do we reveal the extra question on this episode what's gonna be so they go over the lord so they go over and do it i mean i i would say reveal it but then we gotta end it there because we gotta you know get to our patreons okay here we go here's the extra question you're not gonna miss it would iron man have acted differently if he didn't have a family. Dun, 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 dun. dun. This was an Anazal Ministries podcast. If you enjoyed this show and would like to learn more about our network, be sure to check out the Anazal Ministries podcast network.